You're listening to episode 5 of City of London Symphonia's Views from the Pit miniseries, featuring Brad Cohen, the conductor of Ariadne Auf Naxos in Opera Holland Park's 2018 season. Coming up, Brad gives us the download on the rehearsal process, the challenges of moving Ariadne from Glasgow to London, and why opera is unique. Backstage at Opera Holland Park with conductor Brad Cohen, who will be conducting Ariadne of Naxos. Thanks so much for being here with us. You're very welcome. Is this the first time you're conducting this opera? It is, amazingly, although I've been obsessed with it for about 30 years, since I was at college. And this is the first invitation I've ever had to conduct it, so I seized on it with both hands. Lovely. What can the audience expect from it? Well, it's quite a sexy show. There's a bit of burlesque, quite a lot of trapeze work. There's quite a bit of leather and PVC involved as well. So something for all tastes, really. Sounds intriguing. It's sung in English and set in Glasgow. What do you make of it? Because originally it's in German. Well, it's not strictly in English. The first half is in English and the second half is in the original German. So um, it's a bit like the pasta. There's a way for doing opera this way called macaronic. And that's exactly what we're doing. It's a mixture of languages. What's your favourite bit? Oh, from the first bar to the last, I'm happy. Okay. It's an amazing piece. It's absolutely stonking. It's got so much variety and colour. The orchestra writing is fantastic. CLS are playing it like heroes and uh, making a beautiful sound. It's always a pleasure working with them. And the singers are great. You know, it's a wonderful production. It's just a pleasure from start to finish, it really is. Right. You've worked with CLS before, haven't you? A lot. I was trying to remember on the way in when I worked with them, but it's, it's at least 18 years ago. can't remember when. That's a long time. I'm quite old. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about the rehearsal process? What do you do when? How do you kind of put it all together? Well, this rehearsal process has been a little bit odd because we opened the show at Scottish Opera in Glasgow and Edinburgh in February and March. Then we effectively put it kind of to bed for three months. Nothing happened in those three months. And then we picked it up and threw it together basically in a week in Holland Park, which is a bit of an unusual situation. Normally you either really put it to bed and return to it three years later, or you do it quickly somewhere else. But this is a kind of halfway house. So it's been, it's been demanding and a little bit strange the last week because I think all of us cast, Anthony McDonald, the director and me, we felt we could kind of let it go but we couldn't really completely let it go and we couldn't really stay with it either because we're all going off doing other stuff in between. So it's been a halfway house. I've had the normal number of orchestral rehearsals because, of course, in Scotland we had the Scottish Opera Orchestra and here we've got CLS. So I had a day of readings with them. That was six hours of music last week. Uh, then a Zitzprobe, which is the rehearsal when the singers and the orchestra meet each other in, in the theatre for the first time. They can listen to each other. That's three hours. And then to what we call stage and orchestras where we do the staging and the orchestras playing and then today's dress so not very much time no but they're fast like all the best london orchestras so it's great mm. do you think the piece has changed from when you brought it down to scotland yes it has um we have some new cast members we had sir thomas allen singing the music master in glasgow and he's unfortunately not with us this time but replaced by the marvelous stephen gadd uh some of the small roles are new But also, like I said, we've left at Fallow for a few months and we come back to it, slightly different feel. Instead of a freezing, snowy Glasgow, it's a warm, <laughs> sunny Holland Park, and I'm sure that makes a difference as well. Let's talk a bit about Holland Park. You've conducted here a couple of times before, I've seen. More than a couple. 
I first conducted here 18 years ago and I came back every year I think for a decade and then I decided it was time for a break uh, <laughs> and since then I've come back once in 2015 for flight. Yeah, but I think this must be maybe my 12th, 15th time at Holland Park, probably. Mm -hmm. How would you say Opera Holland Park differs from other operas? Well, it's unique. Holland Park is country house opera, but it's country house opera in this beautiful public park right in the middle of London. Um, it prides itself, and it's well run by James Clutton and my Volpe, prides itself on accessibility and openness. And I think the only danger for country house opera is that it can be seen as very gilded and exclusive. Uh, Holland Park is like the perfect mixture of that and an accessible casual opera house. I think uh, people, you can dress up in your frock if you like, you can have a fancy <laughs> meal, but you can also come in, you know, an Iron Maiden t-shirt and shorts, which one of my friends is coming in today. <laughs> so, um, yeah, for me, it just, it really hits the sweet spot between glamour and the excitement of going to the opera and getting frocked up and just being set in a public accessible park. I think it's a wonderful space. I love it here. Talking about accessibility, if somebody who'd never been to the opera came to you and said, why should I go? Why is it relevant to put on shows that were written 200 years ago? What will you tell them? Well, I think that is a little bit of a false question. It's really, what does opera give that's unique? And it's not to do with how old it is. It's to do with its uniqueness. For me, opera is a very simple proposition. It's about the human singing voice telling stories. That's all it is. You can forget the expensive sets and the large orchestras. When you really bring down to the very basics of what opera is, it is just the singing human voice telling stories. There's no other art form that does that exact thing, and it's an incredibly powerful thing, the connection with the, an unamplified human voice singing stories to you. It's like nothing else, and that's why it never dies, despite the fact it's totally unaffordable, ridiculously expensive, <laughs> exclusive, all of those things that have always been... It's always been accused of, it is all of that. Mm -hmm. But its core is a very, very simple, unique proposition, and that's why it survives. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. What a beautiful note to end our Views from the Pit series on. Thanks to Brad Cohen for his Op Holland Park insights. Thanks also to Gabrielle Nudichko, who helped curate our mini-series, and who joined me, Tasha Allery, to speak to all our wonderful musicians throughout the 2018 season. You can catch up on all the action at Opera Holland Park on Twitter using the hashtag OHP2018 as well as Instagram and Facebook. As one season ends, another one begins, for the 2019 season has already been announced and will go on sale in the new year. And if you can't wait that long to hear more outstanding orchestral playing from City of London Symphonia, visit our website at cls.co.uk to learn about our Bark and the Cosmos series coming up in autumn 2018. Thanks for listening.